Hey, it's Pastor Jason. Thank you so much for listening to The Daily Hit. You can get this and much more at jasonjohncowart.com. And if you're getting something from this content, be sure to share it with your friends. All right, let's jump into today's verse. For the hit today, what I'd like to do is talk about something that we talked about this past week at our men's meetup at Freedom Church. This past Tuesday, we talked about prayer. Um, I don't know if you've ever thought of prayer like this, but the Bible tells us to pray, and we're to make our requests known to the Lord and pray without ceasing. There's so many verses on prayer. Um, but what is it that you think prayer actually does? Now, one side of that coin is that you make your requests known to God, and, and we can move the heart of God, yada, yada, yada. That's one side of the coin. The other side is that God already knows what's going to happen. Being that he exists outside of time, he's already made up his mind about how something's going to go down. He knows what choice you're going to make, again, because he exists outside of time. So can prayer really move God's heart? Does God really change his mind based on our requests? Now, if that's the case, okay, great. But if it's not, then what is the purpose of prayer? Why, why should we do it? Now, look, I know people are going to say, well, there are so many times in the Bible where somebody prayed and then God changed his mind. And I'm like, okay, yeah, but did he really change his mind or did he already know what was going to happen? And he was just waiting on that person to have that moment where they came to him and they made that request known to him. I promise I'm really not trying to be sacrilegious here, but I am just curious whether or not we can move the heart of God through prayer, which is why I'm back to the original question. What is the purpose of prayer? Is prayer really about moving the heart of God, or is it about moving our heart? I, I kind of land on the side of it that says, look, God already knows what's going to happen because, again, he exists outside of time. But what prayer is really all about is helping adjust my heart to his will. I can have a ton of expectations that I want from him, but those expectations might not necessarily be his will. And if I put all my faith and energy into my expectation and not into his will, then what's going to happen is when he doesn't do the thing that I want him to do, I'm going to get upset. I'm going to get hurt. I'm going to get angry. I'm going to get frustrated because God's not me an expectation, but really it wasn't an expectation that was fair because it wasn't an expectation in line with his will. Now that's really easy when it comes to just random stuff, but when it comes to serious stuff like wanting somebody to be healed or wanting a job or something like that, that's going to change your family. Like why wouldn't God step in and do something about that? Can prayer really change God's mind on stuff? Well, there's this passage that we're going to read today. It's Luke chapter 18. And then I'm going to reference one other verse that we've already done before. But here's what the Bible says in chapter 18, starting in verse 1. And he told them a parable, him being Jesus, to the effect that they ought to always pray and not lose heart. He said, in a certain city, there was a judge who neither feared God nor respected man. And there was a widow in that city who kept coming to him and saying, give me justice against my adversary. For a while he refused. But after he said to himself, though I neither fear God nor respect man, yet because this widow keeps bothering me, I will give her justice so that she will not beat me down by her continual coming. And the Lord said, hear what the unrighteous judge says. And will not God give justice to his elect who cry to him day and night? Will he delay long over them? I tell you, he will give justice to them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on earth? So we take this verse and then take the verse that talks about how you continue knocking, you continue asking, you continue seeking. All of this seems like it's saying you don't give up. You pray. You let God know what you want of him and you, you make your request known and, and you constantly beating against his door. He's finally going to come answer it and do whatever you want him to do. Is that really what that means? 
Because honestly, at that point, it seems like God is more of a genie than Almighty God. So what is it? Well, you know, the Bible says over in James chapter 5, verse 16, it talks first about how you need to confess your sins to one another and pray for one another so that you may be healed. But then it says, the effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. When you go look at that in Greek, here's essentially what you find. And essentially what I'm doing here is taking all of the definitions of the words in that verse and aligning them to a phrase that can help us more aptly understand what's being said here. So here's a rephrasing of that using some of the definitions from these words. The specific request of a divinely approved person is energized by God to outward success by its inward work. The Lord strengthens the believer by causing them to face necessary resistance so that which the Lord defines is actually accomplished. So let me bring it all back full circle. What if prayer is less about you making your wish list known to God and is actually more about him working inside of you to adjust what you're thinking, how you're thinking, what you're believing, what you're doing, so that faith begins to rise and stir within you so that you can acclimate your will to God's will, thereby your expectation is no longer on what you want God to do, but on what God will do based on what he's already decided. It's an exercise in correcting your thought process and what you believe and what you expect God to do to align to his will. We look at when Jesus prayed, if any other way, God, this can happen, please take this cup from me. And then he aligns his will to what his father wants by saying, but father, not my will, but your will be done. You see, even Jesus prayed like this. He didn't submit this long laundry list of things that he expected God to do. He said, you know what? Your will is exponentially more important than my will. And you know something else? You, as you exist outside of time, have already seen the conclusions that I'm going to come to. So here's what I'm asking you. Rather than you answering a list of things I want you to answer from my finite station here on earth, I'm asking you, Father, to help align my will to your will. You know what's going to happen. You know how all this is going to play out and you have my best interest in mind. So here's what I do. I surrender my expectation and I accept your will for my life. And how do we do this? Through prayer. So as you pray this week, think about this. I mean, you may need to do some more research on this and and I hope you do. I hope you dig into this and trust me, I'm going to continue digging into this as well because I genuinely want to know the best way to handle this, the best way to do this. But I know as for me, the struggle that I've had here recently when it comes to prayer is wondering whether or not God really is going to do all these things that I ask him to do, or if prayer is really just an exercise for me to learn how to acclimate the things that I want to the things that God wants. If I can do that, if I can really genuinely embrace that, success isn't going to come from God answering my prayer list. It's going to come by my will aligning with his will. And I think that's really when I get to a place where I understand the power of a fervent, effectual prayer of a righteous man. Thank you so much for listening today. If you have any questions or comments, maybe a verse recommendation, I'd love to hear those. Or if you want to financially support this podcast, visit jasonjohncowart.com. And if you're in the Northeast Houston area and you're looking for a great church home, we'd love to have you at Freedom. Visit freedomdl.com for more information.